0: The Founders Live podcast tells unique and inspiring stories of entrepreneurship from all over the world. Be sure to join thousands of entrepreneurs on FoundersLive.com. Now, quick word from our sponsors before we get started. Hey everyone, Nick here. Real quick to share with you a few new things that are happening in Founders Live that you need to know about. Uh, Check out our new global community, The Arena. You can find it at arena.founderslive.com. You can find a number of new channels to connect with others, find exclusive content, and really learn how to be a world-class entrepreneur. Within that, you can find our uh, new levels of value of membership within Founders Live. We have the insider membership and the professional. The Founders Live Insider membership, you can you know, really be on the inside, find all that great new content and, and really have awesome experiences. And then the professional, uh, you can really, really grow. So these are the people that really wanna grow as an entrepreneur, you're out there, you wanna maximize your startup and business success. Um, and this is including the recently launched Founders Live Academy that has courses, trainings, and awesome content to help you become the best entrepreneur that you can. And lastly, check out our events. Um, There should be things happening around you as well as if you wanna launch Founders Live in your city, just reach out to us at expand.founderslive.com. All right, everyone, enjoy the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Founders Live podcast where we tell unique and inspiring stories of entrepreneurship from all over the world. I am Nick Hughes, I'm the founder and CEO of Founders Live. And today we have a really great special guest uh, joining us from Europe, from the Nordic region of uh, Stockholm, Sweden. We have Alexander Allen, uh, CEO and founder of Trails. Um, Trails lets travelers experience their destination through immersive audio and location-based stories. Very excited to hear much more about that talk about traveling i do that a lot so this is going to be a great conversation hey alexander welcome to the podcast
1: thanks nick thanks for uh having me from across the atlantic
0: exactly you know it's 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 my start of the day it's your your kind of finishing off there in the daytime and uh you know how's how are things over in uh, sweden at this moment it's uh right now it's kind of like mid-august so how are you guys looking over there yeah, well, we had these uh,
1: terrible uh, storms up here a couple of weeks back. Fortunately, because I also love traveling, I was around Europe then and didn't experience it. And now it's actually back to summer again here,
0: so the timing
1: yeah. couldn't be uh, better.
0: Well, that's good. That's good. Um, but it's really great to have you. And um, you know, we're we're gonna hear more about that. Uh, you know, the Founder's Live Stockholm experience and and um everything of that nature but uh, first hey just uh introduce yourself a little bit uh give us a little background and um we'll we'll start there
1: yeah so so my name is it's Alexander Olin I'm uh, uh, based out of Stockholm Sweden uh, I've uh, you know my yearn for being an entrepreneur goes goes way back I've always been a creator of things all the way back from my school years where I always was you know the student president of the student council at every place I always loved to rally people around something and and create experiences for for others so that's followed me throughout my entire life um, and the last couple of, of years I've been working in the Stockholm startup space which really is I think it's the most unicorn dense place in the world uh, next to to Silicon Valley. So it's really something happening around here. And to have been part of that really inspired me to, well, start start my own uh, business, which we now did uh, in uh, early January. So kind of everything led up to this point where I'm now trying to release my full potential as as an entrepreneur, and I'm really excited to to talk to you about it. Well,
0: that's all, That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, Stockholm is uh, very yes. You as you mentioned, you know, very dense and um, a lot a lot of potential. You know, I, I, it's um, it's amazing. You know, when we look at Founders Live, as we we pop up all around the world, which is really great, and just to see these pockets of um, you know these pockets of innovations, pockets of of entrepreneurial activity uh it's really really cool uh and you know so from your standpoint of you know startups and entrepreneurship you know why i'd love to ask now i'm just curious in general but love to hear why you chose to start your own company versus hey i mean there's a lot of other companies to work for uh what drew you to uh you know create your own company and really push the limits on what you can what you can build here
1: yeah that's uh that's a great question i ask myself that uh often as well basically um the the previous startup startup experience i had was was really awarding and tough at the same time so we bootstrapped our way through the pandemic through a recession and i really got to experience you know how to uh, put out fires and all that, you know, handsome, hustling experience that a startup can be. And I found myself to, to love it. So I didn't want to jump onto a more late stage type of company. I wanted to solve those, those early stage challenges. So when the opportunity came for me to actually be, well, you know, the actual CEO and and founder of something, and we came up with this idea, I Um, really felt I wanted to turn it into into reality and uh, also let's face it uh, job interviews are really really dull so I actually tried some of those out as well and felt that okay this is definitely not for me so the the choice was pretty clear
0: yeah yeah I mean creating a resume submitting it having the job interviews waiting for them to get back to you and are you getting the job or not? All of that, not fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I simply didn't like having my destiny in other people's hands and wanted to kind of create my own destiny. And the best way to do that is to found your own company. So uh, no more job interviews.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, you you just got more to the heart of, you know, I think what a lot of us entrepreneurs feel and, Um, If you have the ability, um, especially the, maybe even the stomach for it, uh, the, the, you know, to be able to go through and understand that your future is in your hands. And, you know, to me, I mean, in some, in some ways, that's kind of, kind of all I know. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. in the sense of, I mean, I was, I did work for other companies at some points in time, but just all I know now. And it's, yeah. it, I think at some point, if you just take that as, as part of life, which is, all right, I own a company. It's up to me and the team to go make it happen for mm. our success. Like, there's no other way I would like to have it. And and I think the true entrepreneurs kind of feel that way. And it's okay if you don't, you know, it's a, if you're listening to this and it's not, it's not what you want, hey, that's fine. But um, yeah, I for think, sure. you it- know, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it's really a blessing and a a curse. Uh, You know, sometimes I I do feel that, um, wow, couldn't my super skill be something completely else where I could pull a great salary and just solve some mathematical problem and go home at 3 p.m.? But now I end up with my skill set that's around entrepreneurship. And sometimes that's extremely tough. And most of the time it's extremely rewarding. So it's really not something for for everyone and it does require a specific skill set uh, where stomach is definitely one of the most important factors. So uh, it's a, it's a, I guess a career choice like all others.
0: It is. So um, just kind of shifting here a little bit. Um, you know, how did Founders Live enter your your life, your world? How did you discover it, and and then you ended up um, getting um, you know getting chosen to pitch at the event, the found, Founders Live Stockholm event? You it, it, eventually you ended up the winner, uh, the the one that yeah. received most votes, which is awesome. Congratulations! Thanks. Tell us about that. You know how did how did you discover Founders Live, and and why choose to pitch at the event?
1: Yeah, well, I I did come into contact with um, with Naimul. That's one of I think he's one of the city leaders, and uh, he just on a, on another basis consulted me regarding my startup with you know boring administrative questions, and mm-hmm. he was really helpful there. And through him, I got introduced to this entire entire world. And actually, when we were out really early in the company. Giving fires to tourists to try our our app, we we met the brother of another of the city leaders that introduced us to to her. So it felt like all roads led to not Rome but to Founders Live, um, and I submitted the uh, the application. I had an amazing uh, evening pitching, and uh, yeah, unfortunately I I won, which is why I'm here talking to you now.
0: Uh yeah. Um... We will want to give a shout out to um uh both Namul uh, Abd and Makur. Um they are well Makur is uh running Founders Live at Stockholm, our city leader there. And Namul has really been um really important as we've been expanding through the Nordic region. So we want to give a shout out to them, which is which is awesome. And Yeah, it's great. You just heard about it. And, you know, what, um, what was the experience like, you know, as you're in front of people, you're up on stage, you're, you're giving a 99 second pitch. It's not easy. It it goes really quickly. And, Mm -hmm. um, but you eventually came out uh, well. So uh, talk to us about just that experience of approaching the pitch.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the 99 second pitch is truly ch- challenging in other ways. You know, speaking to you like this is maybe causes, I don't know, some anxiety. But compared to having to time yourself for 99 seconds, that's, that was truly hard. And um, so it it really got a lot of, you know, uh, taking out the essentials. And I'm a guy who normally talks a lot. So it's a, definitely a challenge for me to condense mm. that into Uh, such a tight pitch but um, it it, it was really helpful not only you know making me win the competition but but also to for me to understand what are the essentials of of what we're trying to communicate to investors to clients and that really gave me a butterfly effect on a lot of different aspects uh, later on. Um, Mm -hmm. So being able to really purify what you're, what you're selling is uh, a great experience.
0: Yes. You know, there's, there's a lot of intention in what's been created here and and there's a reason why it's 99 seconds. And, uh, you know, I would say the two big main reasons, um, you know, first off is just from the audience. It's like, Hey, you know, we. We, we know that people have a bit of shorter attention spans and we want to respect just the experience in that room. Mm. Of, because if you have five presenters, you know, they can't talk for 20 minutes each. It just doesn't work, you know? Yeah. And so, so this, that short brief, uh, of course there's questions. Uh, so that that's great. But, but on the other side, which is much more important is to you all founders, it is a, forcing function to, as just Alexander said, you have to really figure out what is the essence of your message. And really, what, what do I put in there? What do I say in that allotted time of 99 seconds? And what do I leave out? So that, of course, if there's, there's questions going to be asked, you can dive into more detail at that time, you know, but the, the key to I think it's much more overlooked and uh not appreciated than it should be, which is how do you describe what you're building and how do you wrap a story around it that can kind of move people to to be interested and take action? And that's 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 what the Founders Live experience is all about. So I'm glad that you experienced it and 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 really had success with it.
1: Yeah, I, I totally love the formant and what you're saying in there about finding the essence. That's that's really key because in your startup journey, you will pivot a lot. We pivoted a lot, but we always try to remember what's the essence of uh, what we're doing here. What's the act? What is the visual division? Uh, what is the problem that we're solving? And if you keep that as intact as it gets. But still be able to, you know, commercially pivot it and iterate it. Then you will be successful, I think. So yeah. finding that essence was really, really key for us.
0: Awesome. Well, let's 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 hear about in terms of your passion for travel and why build in the travel industry. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on, and you know, the last few years has been kind of like up, down, and sideways but why 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 travel
1: well it, it's it deeply rooted in my family actually so my grandmother was the first ever tour guide in the canary islands the Swedish um, Swedish tour guide Um and she was alone with my my dad so he was uh, raised on on guided tours basically and he ended up running a travel company together with my mother for for decades so those roots in travel and hospitality has really, you know, permeated me, uh, as well. So that that made me uh, also a, a frequent traveler and someone that's very curious about other people, about other kind c- of cultures and that those types of experiences. So when, uh, and, and that's what led up to, uh, where we in- incepted this idea where this entire idea came from.
0: We'll talk about that. You know, what, what problem did you see in in the, the travel experience that you really wanted to fix or enhance? Um, yeah, so so let's take it back to where
1: we where we came up with the idea. It's actually a very physical place. It's right outside of of Il Domo, which is the big cathedral in Florence. I don't know if you visited Florence.
0: Uh, not yet, not yet, no. um, actually. It's on my list for 2024 for next year. Oh, which really? We, we, yeah, we we'll talk about uh, later, but yeah, I'm yeah, excited. I'll help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically,
1: Florence is like one huge museum, and uh, there's so much to experience. And the experience started with us coming into uh, the Uffizi Galleries, which is one of the world's largest art galleries, and. And the art was obviously amazing, but the sound experience when we took that, you know, 70s old plastic thingy and put it in our ears and heard one generic story didn't really cut it for us. So we were left uh, not really satisfied. And then we walked around in the city. We stood outside of this amazing cathedral and uh, realized that there's no way for us to really get the stories about this place because we're not people that like large tour groups. And so we started, you know, going into Wikipedia and scrolling that and trying to get the most interesting parts out of it and tell it to to the group. And that's where we realized that if we could just pop one of our AirPods in and get a story about this place, a story for me who who likes the religious aspects, a story for my... Uh, wife who likes the architectural aspects or maybe a story for my friend who likes the medieval um, empire types of aspects of it that would be extremely rewarding for for us in a way that we would like to experience uh, a city so mm-hmm. we uh, we started researching obviously alternatives to do this and we found no good alternative and um, they were either very poor in in quality it was o- often user only user generated which uh, unfortunately affected the quality of the stories being told uh, or it was you know editorial co- content which was uh, normally a bit more high in quality but lacked in quantity it was only like one tour of entire florence and we wanted to immerse the entire in the entire city so That's when we started uh, building with the focus in mind that we need to create high quality, high quantity audio content for travelers experiencing cities.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of curious why why Florence, um, you know, yeah, just curious why Florence.
1: Yeah, well, something I realized on this trip, because obviously we as uh, Europeans, we look a lot up to you, Americans, and in many aspects, you are ahead of us but if there's one one aspect and one area where we actually are ahead it's it's tourism. Europe has more than more tourists than the rest of all continents combined so wow. if there's one area where you should actually uh, start a, a company it would be in the tourism space if you're European um, because also European stories and history and information and anecdotes it's so condensed to these cities. So when you walk in Florence, you have like every neighborhood has uh, hundreds, thousands of stories just by walking distance. So you don't have to travel far to get a a rich, layered experience of of the history. So we thought that uh, uh, European cities are the perfect stepping stone to create immersive audio content.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um okay, so walk us through the experience, the next steps, the thought process. And now we're gonna get into a bit more like, you know, okay, going from an idea to implementing to a product in a company. Uh what steps did you take there?
1: Yeah, here's the here's the tricky part. Um no, so so we knew we wanted to um, to launch an MVP quickly. Uh, I mean, we loved the idea, uh, but we didn't know if the users were going to love it. So we did some early testing and and started. So our our CTO um, built the product. Our um, audio engineer created the content. This was also very timely, obviously, with the emergence of. A. I driven content, so the automation chain that we're building now in order to scale content rapidly is obviously something completely else than we thought just last summer when we started thinking about the idea. And so we actually got a product out really, really quickly in just a matter of a few a few months and that product we have been testing now in in Stockholm. So we partnered up with some of Stockholm's most um, popular and and exclusive hotels who then distributed it to um, all of their visitors because we realized that, okay, they have the target group, we don't, um, but we want to test this thing. So throughout the summer, we've had uh, quite extensive user testing in in Stockholm, which is now the initial playground where you have uh, hundreds of audio content clips in different languages, according to your interests, which you either can just, you know, walk on a map, see what's close, or actually take self-guided tours on a theme of your, of your liking. Um, So, so that's how it all started. And uh, uh, in terms of usability, the tests have been really successful so far, which is nice. People uh, really use the tool. They stream a lot of different, um, clips and and really seem to like it so uh we're really happy about that
0: that's awesome and is is in terms of the user experience is it you know you just pull up uh i would assume it's in an app that's that has some sort of map experience and then if something if you're in a range of an access to a story you just you're able to uh play it and you just hear it in um and airpod your earbuds or headphones or whatever is, is that you know walk us through a little bit more of that experience
1: yeah that that's it so we uh we realized that people want to experience the city in, in different ways so it was really important for us to well uh, have enough content there so you can actually filter according to your interests we also realized that some people you know just okay, I want to walk from this lunch place to this bar. But in the meantime, on the way there, I could immerse myself in some content and hear some stories on the way. Or other people really want to be guided and have the audio content as their uh, you know, primary experience. So we created both those, um, those uh, ways of experiencing the, the audio stories. Um, and then we made it into uh, a mobile web app. So that was that's one of our bets that people are really tired of downloading yet another app. So uh, and the uh, as you mentioned before, the attention span of consumers is really low. So basically, all you have to do is scan a QR code, uh, and then you jump straight into the experience after, uh, well, having logged in um, and start going in your in your browser, and that's really proven good for us. Uh, especially, you know, when we're trying to grab the attention of a hotel visitor that, you know, has many different things to focus on. Um, so we wanted to make user experience short, slimmed, and then uh, instantly interactive.
0: Yeah, That's so great. It's great. You know, I mentioned uh, I, I travel quite a bit now for actually for Founders Live, and mm-hmm. it's been a really, really fun experience where I just pick a part of the world and go visit Uh, you know it's a lot of these parts of you know the world that I've never been in before but uh, I'm able to um, actually go and and uh, immerse myself and um, this last year I was I spent almost five months in South America and it was really really great and roughly about two weeks in each city these are all founders live cities so I'm you know, meeting our, our city leaders and teams there. There's a Founders Live event. I meet all y'all founders. Uh, which what a is, dream
1: uh, job you created for yourself.
0: It, it, you're right. And it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it has been uh, quite amazing. And there's a lot ahead. And <laughs> just we're, we can c- continue to build and grow. And so I am now uh, starting to plan a uh, Europe and Nordic trip for mm. ne- next year. And um, you know this is the first time I'm talking about it really publicly, but um, it will be um, about the same amount of time. So it's literally going to be four and a half, almost five, five months, and um, it's a looks like about 20 cities. So uh, wow. roughly a week in each, and yeah, it's just I mean that's it's it's pretty it's a monster in some ways, but <laughs> it's going to be great. And and so I, I say this because. I have a lot of experience visiting um, a variety of cities. Now for personally, you know, I guess the way I would say it is because this is not widespread. I mean, like, you know, I was down in South America, so it's like, you know, Buenos Aires, Argentina, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, Lima, Peru, um, you know, Santiago, Chile, and a bunch of cities. If I could land there and automatically i'm able to pull something up that you know if i have a free you know hand couple hours in a day that i just want to go i like walking i like being outside so i can just like you know i usually listen to a podcast and i'll literally like get a big bottle or a big thing of water uh go out and i'm outside for like an hour or two well if i could have just naturally something feeding you know in my ear talking about the environment, the history, the stories of uh, this city and how it was built and what amazing things happened really right where you're standing. That's incredible. That's incredible. That's That's incredible yeah. Right? Yeah. So my,
1: my point exactly, that was exactly the same feeling we uh, we had. And, you know, just to talk from a European perspective, what's what's so really interesting about Europe is that, you know, you travel one hour to a new country and you meet a completely new culture uh, and stories and languages everything it's, it's so new in such a condensed little area so but but if you don't really try to understand those cultural differences you you will never know you will just you know be be bar hopping and having a kind of shallow experience and that cultural exchange is so important when you visit new new places and it's forgotten by some and it's um, well lacking for some that want to do it but don't have the tools for it so we really want to soundscape the, the world and make these locations speak for themselves
0: yeah it so cool so cool look talk you know share your vision of where this goes you know um in terms of your company but also let's go out you know what does it look like in you know ideally in five to ten years you know you you pick that viewpoint. But where is this going? Where do you want to take it?
1: Yeah, so so the vision is definitely to, to soundscape the world. Uh, what one could see it as, you know, there's a Wikipedia for text-based information. Why isn't there an equivalent for um, audio-based information? And, um, you know, I, we, we're in such an early stage that, you know, being either B2C or B2B, that's something that we're really um, juggling with as of right, right now. What we realized is that, well, maybe we shouldn't be the communicator of this because there are so many brilliant actors in the hospitality and travel space that, you know, talks to these target groups every day. So if we can provide a platform for them to tell the stories about their destinations, regardless if it's the city or the municipality or the tourism board or the uh, local hotel chain or the attraction itself that that wants to create these stories we want to be the enabler for for that so that's why from a commercial standpoint we are looking looking a lot to being uh, well the the provider of the technology and of the content for uh for these places to communicate themselves so um Basically, in a couple of years, we want to be the facilitator for telling your location stories.
0: Yeah, it, it's interesting you mention. You know, we we have Wikipedia as basically a text base, but you, you know, uh, there's nothing for audio in that sense, um, and or visual in some ways. But it, that can and should be built. And then, secondly, what comes to mind is. And I know it's it's early, and or there's a lot going on in AI, and I think we're all trying to figure out exactly what direction that goes, or what what really yeah, how it impacts each one of our industries. How do you imagine automation, uh, and especially like audio, which is a little scary? There's these like recreation of people's voices, and then they actually are sounding pretty dang pretty accurate and then speaking these just the words and text Mm. how do you imagine an automation and ai coming in and enhancing your tools and especially this specific you know category
1: yeah yeah it's a it's a really interesting uh point and in terms of audio and you know it, quote unquote stealing other people's voices and I'm sure there's going to be regulation uh, around that and there's a big question around the entire AI space how are you gonna um put laws into place around around this um and and for us it's been a huge facilitator you know the amount of high quality content that we can create now is just unthinkable from just a couple of months back and uh, we are definitely you know, from what what we're creating with the platform is basically you as a creator, or or we, when we use it ourselves, can basically put in a draft, a textual draft, or even a voice memo draft. And then the entire process of turning that draft into an engaging script, turning that into uh, audio, uh, translating that into your language, uh, putting that with coordinates out on a map, and voila, creating your your audio experience. All of that is our steps in a chain that we're currently uh, working with, and have come a pretty long way with doing. So you can really t- tailor your own uh, destination experience, and it's been a huge, obviously, facilitator for us to um, starting working with these models. Uh, finding the steps in our automation chain that we can actually develop ourselves and create uniqueness around. Uh, And and basically the end user experience is going to be immensely better than what it's been before. And and we're hoping to be that first mover.
0: Oh Yeah. In terms of availability, where where in geography wise right now, um, where is it? And then what are your plans for Expansion of other cities and countries.
1: Yeah, so the the trial um, that we did this summer is in in Stockholm. It's a, it's a great playground because it's very condensed, and we have this old town that really makes us see how people engage with uh, the content. Um, and we are since we're we're uh, selling this B two B, we are um, in really interesting dialogues with Nordic larger Nordic uh, hospitality chains and attractions and and also uh, destination companies so tourism boards for uh, not just european cities but also uh, american cities um where we obviously and really want to expand as well so this does not have a geographical limit to it and if if we succeed with automating this process really the entire world is uh, is the playing field. So yeah. we hope to expand with uh, with our B two B partners. Then they are currently in the Nordics in Europe and uh, a few now, hopefully in the in the US. So we're looking really optimistically of of that vision of soundscaping the world.
0: Yeah. Well, I my only quick advice would be, you know, uh, really work. So really. And, and, you know, nothing's perfect, uh, you know, and especially in in our world, um, you know, you you can't wait for perfection. But you do need to make sure you are creating the best process initially with that one location or a very limited few. But then the second thing is really like, how do you how can you figure out that replication process expansion? Mm. And uh, I'm talking from someone that started. Started something in Seattle in the United States, um, you know, almost nine and a half, almost 10 years ago. Hmm. And and now it's all over the world. And um, you know, I'm talking to you and and you're in Sweden, and you know, you you were a part of Founders Live in in Stockholm. And so, you know, there's there's processes there, there's ways to have a replicatable system. That then it takes your business takes your brand and then has other people add to it and expand it and i think if you nail that this thing goes all around the world
1: yeah yeah because it's truly a it's a also a blessing and a curse with a technology company with no geographical limits because it, it it's hard to pick your next place um you know if you're more of a organically growing business let's say a coffee shop it's uh, you know it has this rationale on how to expand with technology it, it's uh, it's a different game um but you know I guess like you did uh, figure out the clues on, on on how to leverage it you can truly be, be global and that's definitely our ambition as well
0: well you know and the key here is again you're in that one test city and then uh, you really want to look at, okay, what's the next chunk we can bite off and chew. And it's probably city number two, if not, you know, kind of three or four. So you go from understanding one city and the things of that nature. And then, Hey, let's, the big step is going from one to like three or four. And once you do that three or four and you see something working, then you can start turning that volume up uh, in, in a, in a process, just stair step. And, um, you know, there's a lot more there I could talk about, but, um, I think you're, you're well on your way. So this is, um, uh, this is so cool. You know, the last thing I want to ask here, we're kind of coming to the end, but, um, wow, you're, you know, you're, you're time into this process and you've learned some things and we always like to just have our guests leave with, some you know advice to other other founders entrepreneurs maybe it's you giving advice to yourself a couple of, you know a couple of years ago a handful of years ago so what you know what have you learned at this point let's go with kind of two big really thoughts and big pieces of advice here that you would share with uh, other early stage entrepreneurs
1: oh wow i'm i'm always uh, recently the one asking uh, for uh, advice <laughs> not giving it so this feels like i'm i'm going places you have um, you
0: have
1: <laughs> <laughs> um well it's to me and we're a bit different in our team firstly i'm very happy with our team composition that's obviously uh a core and we try to be very transparent um together and, but we have different views on on growth on organic growth versus you know growth through external uh capital and uh, um well that communication in order for it to run smoothly is so important because we didn't understand at the beginning that we had different views on on how to scale the company and that could have definitely crashed if we know we didn't have a solid founders agreement uh we didn't have these discussions so transparency within the founders team and and having these first you know agreements in place is really key and And the second advice would be for me, who is very commercially driven, I always try to take the next step. So really be on the offense. And if there's an opportunity coming up, well, grab that thing and get you going. Because I've seen so many friends, startups that, you know, never go from idea to uh, execution and, and a viable company. And we've taken a few of those steps. But, you know, if we don't continue to grab that next um i'm thinking about tarzan in the jungle here i don't know what these things are called in the trees but uh, those things if you don't grab that one you're gonna fall down so i'm really adamant in uh, uh, finding the next step all the time and trying to never never stop and uh, that's tiresome and there's a lot of different what is that tarzan thing called anyways
0: um, I think you're, I mean, uh, orangutan or maybe gorilla, but uh, it sounds like uh, orangutan.
1: Well, more the thing in the tree, uh, uh, you know, that you can uh, swing with. Oh, the vines. The vines. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Grabbing, grabbing the next uh, the next vine. And, you know, there are so many vines out there. Should I focus my time on, on B2B sales? Should I focus it on investor, investor relations? and it's hard to grab on those, but you know, just try to uh, find one that seems a little bit more uh, sturdy than the the others, and never stop finding the next vine. That's that's definitely my mindset in this.
0: Yeah, I like I like the the mentality there, the thought process. Um, what well, you're doing it, and 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 like I said, I mean, just um, I, I don't know. I I have my own views on things but um you know you got to have a long view you know like there's no shortcuts to do doing great things in the world and um understand that there's there's the next vine there of course there's all these options of all these vines and so you need to put some thought and effort into which ones you're going to grab mm. because to take that analogy a little further like you don't know where h- how sturdy is that vine where is it attached to so if you if you grab the wrong one and it just falls down because it's not attached to anything like strong like that that's a bad you know we're 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 using this analogy to illustrate like you know if you don't choose the right vines you're gonna be in some tough situations so you know these are thoughts that um yeah i think i mean it seems like you're you're in that process but my 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 advice would just be understand it's a it's if you want to build something amazing you want to map the entire world on this it's a long road Mm. but it's it's a fun road it's an exciting road so enjoy it you know what i mean
1: yeah for sure and just uh, going back to where we kind of started if you know you're grabbing those vines and make sure that uh, you see that vision in the end of those vines because there will be vines taking you the wrong uh, the wrong way. So if you're really trying to find your flock of gorillas, see them out there on the horizon and try to you know locate which vines will will take you there. Um, uh-huh. So it's definitely a combination of this short term while well, getting things moving and trying to in all this keep that long term vision and, and work
0: against it. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Well, Alexander, this this has been uh, a great great conversation. Thank you so much. I agree, Nick. This was uh, a lot of fun. And awesome. I'm uh,
1: happy to host you when you come to uh, the Nordics soon.
0: I will mo- very much I will let you know. I'm very excited to to see your city, Stockholm and, and many other cities there in uh the Nordics and and the Europe, uh entire continent. It's going to be amazing. So, you know, you all will know much more about that. That'll happen kind of early to, you know, mid, mid 2024. So we have a little time here. But uh, hey, until then, um, where can people find more information about uh, the company?
1: So uh, as of right now, we are we're pretty undercover. Um, but you could actually, um, I don't know if I'm out of my way now, but uh, what the hell. You could uh, you could actually just surf into trails, so that's T R A L E S dot io on your mobile phone and and try the Stockholm uh, playground. That's um, then you will um, well see it for uh, for yourself, and we'd be happy to uh, to get your your feedback. So oh. uh, that's uh, that's where it all starts.
0: Perfect. Yeah, we will note that and. Um... Hey if you're anyone's interested in being a part of this or maybe maybe they have their idea of the second city uh you know let Alexander know as well and and that and that's great so um well thank you so much man uh, uh, much success to you and i um, you know I will I will let you know when I'm in your area of the world amazing thank you so much Nick for
1: this conversation and and thanks for being part of the ecosystem Absolutely. looking forward to uh, meeting you
0: yeah so everyone this is the Founders Live podcast where we tell unique and inspiring stories of entrepreneurship from all over the world. Today heard from um, amazing uh, up and coming founder with a really cool travel startup there in Sweden and um, definitely check that out and hey we have um, new episodes that that uh, frequently are published and uh, so check those out you know you can hear more go back in the catalog <laughs> Hundreds and hundreds of founders we've interviewed uh, across the world. So it's been very amazing. And um, hey, a lot of stuff coming down the line for Founders Live. So check that out. Um, Definitely go to founderslive.com. Check out what our new offerings are. And um, hey, lastly, everyone, just uh, stay healthy and stay safe.